10 minutes, 10 days, 10 actions is brought to you by Two Summit Up. Expert sales tips and advice provided in a structured, bite-sized way for only £97. Learn how to improve your processes with 10-minute podcasts provided each day for 10 days, which you can listen to from the comfort of your own home, office, or whilst out and about. For more information, visit 2summitup.co.uk forward slash 10 actions. Hi there, Elaine Addison here, and thanks for tuning in to To Sum It Up, Pay It Forward podcast, where I have the greatest pleasure of speaking to a small business owner and hearing about their why behind their business. What have they learned along the way? They're going to share that with us too, and they also get the opportunity to pay it forward and thank someone that has helped them on their journey. So stay tuned in to hear who today's guest is going to be. Hi there, uh, Elaine here. I've got a fabulous guest with me today and his name is Stuart Waddington and he's from Star Development UK. So great to have you on the show. Stuart, how are you doing today? I'm good, thank you. Thanks for having me on. You're very welcome. And, and Stuart's also a podcaster, so uh, he's on the other side of the microphone today. So. <laughs> I know, it's quite refreshing. It's quite relaxing, actually. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what we're going to do, as always, I'm going to go through the questions and... Um, the first question is, we've all got a reason why we started our business. So what's your reason, Stuart? So um, just to give guys a bit of a context, I did 12 years in the Royal Air Force. I was a physical training instructor um, and then morphed into sort of an adventure training instructor. And that's where I got my passion and love for leadership and development training. So the reason I started, because I left the military, obviously I've been out two and a half years now, and the reason came down to being a master of my own destiny. And, and that sounds all kind of sort of worldy and Zen, doesn't it? But it was exactly <laughs> that. It kind of, I wanted to have some ownership of myself. I had lots of plans. And, and after 12 years in the military, you get a little bit stuck sometimes in the pension trap. I know look, there's other businesses out there that are a little bit like that. But um, my eldest, who is now nine, um, had lived in five different houses. So we do move around quite a lot in the military. Yeah. Um, I'd been away for six months. I'd been away for four months. So it just, me and my wife, um, we've got four kids and we just wanted them to be settled in one place. We're back in the Northwest where we call home, surrounded by family and friends. And it's just nice to have that stability. So gosh, that's a lot of traveling you've done in that time then, isn't it? Definitely. Yes. Yeah, it, it was amazing. And don't go wrong, I always advocate people go in the military. It was a fantastic experience. It gave me the exposure and the skill set to do what I do now. And it gives you so many life um, experiences, life skills. And that's why I'm really passionate about what I'm doing now. Yeah, that's great. Great story. So, of course, when people come to us, um, they come to us for some sort of a solution or an outcome. So why do people go to you? What do they get from you? Well, my obviously military background, working with all three services at all levels of the military in regards to improving um, team dynamics and awareness of self and team. I bring that extra, I call it accountability for implementing high performance. So I, we were just talking before about one of my observations after being out the military for 12 months is that there's lots of people in business lacking um, direction and focus and everybody's being busy being busy. 
and people aren't taking that time out to slow down and then speed up. So that whole analogy of burning the candle at both ends, I was talking to a client the other day about, I've seen a great picture where you, the, the candle is just lit everywhere and it's not mm. just at both ends, it's everywhere. And the more you speak to people in corporate high positions, directors, business owners, they can really resonate with having that busy being busy focus. Yeah. Yeah. And through the coaching process that I bring and the, the skill set and the tools, some of the things I can then expose them to and um, different ways of thinking and different ways of communicating to self and others just really gets them thinking on that high performance and gives them that clarity to just slow down just for that one hour and and think differently and add loads of concepts to what they're doing and then go and deliver that and go in whether that be themselves in the business and how they're operating and driving the 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 business forward or whether that them going in and then modeling excellence and modeling how the communication should be done mm. or changed or all those sort of things so at the same time all my clients are slightly different um, because they're from different sectors I don't need to know the business per se mm. um, I'm in the business of people um, I like to say quite a lot about the currency of people so um, yes yeah, it's, it's brilliant and amazing Mm. And I guess, you know, like most of us who are coaches, everybody who comes to you, they, they are different. As you say, they're an individual. So, you know, they're not all coming for the same thing, are they? They might be the overall is they're coming to you for leadership, but it's the certain bits of it they, they're more comfortable with than others, I guess, as well, isn't there really? Yeah, and it's the realisation as well that how much you end up knowing that person. And you mm. go on different journeys of, I've, we were telling you before about, I've come up with a leadership model and these seven foundations now that I use. And the actual picture of the model is, it, they're all seven steps are connected together. Mm. So even though I've got a structure that I initially take them through, it's amazing when you go through and each week is different, each business is different, each person's different. And it, it just gives people that clarity of, there's so many um, things that are related. So mm. just to give a quick example, one of them is communication. And then if we were to take communication out, when you look at the model, you, you can see how many different connections you're actually losing mm. by not having that at the forefront of your mind or the, the way you work yeah. in, in your organisation. So, um, so yeah, it's, it's really good. Yeah, it is. I, I just think it's a joy being a coach, isn't it? Because you you do have some insight into people and uh, no two people are the same, which is what makes it so interesting, doesn't it, really? Which is yeah, good. Definitely. So have you got a story then? So, I mean, you know, a lot of times when we're working with people, we have that standout story that we think, oh, we've made a real difference there. Have you got one that you, you'd like to share? Yeah, it, it, this made me laugh because this took me back. 18 months because one of the first directors that I worked with um, it was a privilege to be invited in to work with them and I was I just left and I was asking for opportunities to go and work with people and and it was strange because obviously back then I was a bit oh how can I impact people in the business world because I don't have any business experience and and obviously now that's turned 180 because I, I add great value because I don't have any business bias Oh, I don't use certain jargon that people hear all the time. So um, this director I went in and worked with, he'd been in the business from, let's just say when there was 30 people, there was now 300 to 500 people. So he'd done the whole thing. And um, one of the big things I work with people and 
change the way of thinking and working is we're not trying to make a robotic system. We're not just trying to make robots. And this person was a little bit guilty of doing that and fitting into that category of busy being busy. So we worked through the program, worked through the coaching process, um, brought forward quite a few tools, ways of thinking, changing the concepts. And he was really good at implementing. Mm. Um, so, so much so that the, one of the best emails I've had still to this day about the, the initial impact was only after, I think it was about six weeks, um, all his staff thought he was leaving the business. That was quite comical because what was happening was he was in a habit of jumping in and doing for everybody. Yeah. So he was known for, if something landed on his desk, it would take two, three months to get off his desk because he was doing everything. Right. It wasn't a case of, you're an hour director, go and sit in your ivory tower. It was... You, you're not just one of 30, you're one of 300 to 500 people now. Yeah. So it was empowering others mm. and allowing the processes to take um, hold. If anything went wrong, train and empower the people around you, communicate properly. And, and it was that thing of, because he was becoming that leader, mm. he was able to sit back and do the operational over- sorry the strategic thinking over yes. the operational thinking yeah um, all his staff were a bit weirded out yeah like, oh, what, what's going on here is yeah is he not bothered person, anymore <laughs> is, 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 it was just so funny how how he explained in a little bit more detail some of the feedback that he'd had right and, and that it was refreshing that they were being allowed to and it wasn't a case of you, you think that that type of leadership could be um dictatorship um, or was going around telling everybody everything. Sometimes we fit into that category of it's just easier to do it ourselves. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and, and that's where I see a lot of people who have got teams. That's what they're doing because it's in the short term that could be easier, um, mm. but that long term um, strategical thinking. Um, so, so yeah, that was quite nice experience of all oh, right, okay, because. As you know, the coaching side, it's it's a little bit, it can fit into a grey area of mm. what are the tangible outcomes. Mm. Um, and a lot of the time, it's people being happier, people feeling better at being able to be more productive and effective in work. So, so yeah, it's good. Good story. Yeah, definitely. Okay. So the next question is, uh, when we start a business... Um, we wear many hats, don't we? And some fit perfectly well and others are like, oh no, this is just not for me, this bit. So what's your bit then? What's the bit you're not fussed on at all? Well, <laughs> this is something um, I, I identified quite early on, let's say. Um, <laughs> I always say that wouldn't it life be so much easier if I could just work with clients and record my podcast? <laughs> but, but life doesn't quite happen like that. Um, we are aiming there, it's not yet. Um, but it will. However, the, the first thing that kind of comes to mind is the accounting side of things. Mm. Um, I, I started a little side hustle business that is still running today, which I'm quite proud of. And I'm still running um, along the lines of my initial passion, which was personal training and boot camps. Mm. But I've got a, a small business that I run on the side as a, as a side hustle, people say now. And that was the one I started first. So I was um, doing the ins and outs of the, the boot campers and the personal training. And, and it was quite easy to do. Mm. Um, and then obviously I left 
started in the other world of um, associate roles, freelance roles, working with clients, building my own platform. Mm. And it suddenly became a little bit more, not complicated, just another thing to do. Mm. So that was one of the first things that um, I outsourced to um, Mrs. Waddington, to my good, <laughs> my good wife, good. Um, Jen. <laughs> Um, which she, she does a great job and she's learning just as much as I was mm. at the time. And we do the basics between us and she very much does the majority of it now. But what I found was I was going for meetings with the accountants and I was coming out and my, I call it brain fog. Yes. My brain was just like on overload. Mm. And, and I do like to know detail and information I think I, I, I remember this. I think after about a couple of meetings, my accountant now um, just said, sometimes I have clients that just want me to tell them what the best thing to do is. And I was like, oh, I'm one of them. Yeah, do that. <laughs> yes, please. Because to start off with, he was explaining in so much detail yeah. and options. And sometimes it's just nice to be um, have the expertise of a specialist yeah. that you that you trust that will have got your best interest in at hand. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, we're, we're working on that side still. Nothing's ever fair. I think you can always work for a little bit better, can't you? Totally, totally agree. Yeah, definitely. Uh, have you got one piece of uh, business advice and for somebody starting a business now? What would it What would it be? So very much linked to what I. I'm doing um, the the things that this has been a big thing of mine for the, everything I do. So in the military, I got paid to do what I love to do. I'm very privileged to have had the job that I had. I was paid to play sports and do outward bounds um, experiences and, and take some fantastic people through it. So I've always been driven to find something that I really enjoy doing and I'm passionate about doing it. And, and money is taken off the table. I, I would do what I'm doing now for free. <laughs> I've said this quite a few times. Mm. Um, and going into running your own business and having to pay all the bills, it has to become something that comes onto the table. Imagine, as you know as well. So mm. do something you're really passionate about um, because that will keep the fire lit as far as in you to go and see all the different um, options you've got in front of you. But as we know, things aren't all, all um, rosy and, and, and easy to achieve. So yeah. if you're doing something you're really passionate about, you'll get out of bed in the morning and you'll go and write, okay, I've not quite made it there. Let's go and find a different way. How can mm. I explain what I'm doing in a slightly different way? Um, and again, from my saying about your message and who you're working with, I think what I'm really proud about in the last six months, for example, is all the social media or the networking I've been doing. And hopefully it does come across that I'm really passionate about what I'm doing because mm, it's, it you can sort of, you can see in people's body language, you can see in people's tones of voice, mm. how they present themselves. And that's been a big thing with me about professionalism and the credibility piece has been massive because coming out of, I, I said earlier on, didn't I, about having that piece of, do I have something to add value to the business mm -hmm. world? Because I've come from the military bubble. Mm. And, and obviously it's become apparent that I can. Mm. It takes time to get that credibility and people knowing who you are and what you do. And, and, and us as business owners, take your little path weaves. Yes. Your ideal ways of working and who you're trying to um, attract as clients. Yeah. But you can on as well that 
about the coaching process and it's it's definitely a two-way process as well mm. it's quite apparent that i don't like going down the the sales route i don't want to be working with anybody who just sees my program it has to be a shared relationship yeah to believe in what they're doing and, and in mm. the right position in the first place they've got to be coachable yes mm. screaming through your program there's a couple of people that have been put in front of me because of other people and I'm they're not dubious I'm not wary but I really need to get on the phone with these people about what their why is if they're just here oh, oh, because I'm speaking to you Stu, because somebody told me to speak to you but then we need to do a little bit of work about your coachable and, and are you in the right frame of mind right space in your world to come and yeah good good advice yeah good advice what about a business book are you a big fan of business books have you got one that you yeah do you know i've had a little break from um i'm dyslexic so reading a book takes a lot of time and effort for me and it it has been a big issue since i got picked up at the end of college i got picked up so um i was doing a lot of audio books and then recently in the last 12 months really gone to podcasts Mm. um, because it Somebody told me a couple of podcasts I should go and listen to. And I was like, this is brilliant. Very here and now, up to date, people who are in the thick of it, sharing their knowledge and experience. And obviously, that's where I then started my podcast. But one of the last audio books I listened to was um, Shoe Dog by Phil Knight, who's the founder of Nike. Right. And I definitely read it at the right time because I was having a... um, like financial findings in my business. So I was mm-hmm. trying to work out what I was bringing in, what was going out, all those different things that you go through when you're starting your business. And, and I read this book and he tells his story. And I talk in my programs about modeling excellence, about mm-hmm. understanding where people have come from. And, and it, you look at Nike, you just think what a global, amazing brand. Mm-hmm. And it, just to give an example, that the Nike wasn't called Nike until I think it was like eight or nine years into the business. Really? Didn't know that. Mm. And then when, when you're looking at, they, they were global brands, mm. still on the, the cusp of going bankrupt and still um, treading the thin line of surviving in business. And mm. when, when they came up with it. So the whole story about, well, Businesses don't just start. A lot of work that goes in, there's quite a few examples I use um, for clients and people to think differently about and modeling that excellence piece. But that that story and, and the way it was told as well, the storytelling side of things, and because we can all relate to Nike, um, and I know Reebok have just, um, I can't remember the guy's name, but the owner of Reebok has just done a book and shared his story. Right. So yeah, I'm big in for storytelling and again for finding out the nitty-gritty about what's gone on behind the scenes because it motivates you doesn't it you think you're in a, a stressful situation and then you think it puts into perspective as yeah. you know I'm passionate about what I'm doing I know I've got a solution to people's problems and I can work really well with people and it just pushes you on forwards it does now I totally agree that I part of my journey is with the body shop and of course the amazing Anita Roddick and what a story that that's in fact I was reading um a, a speech the other day that I was going through some papers and I found a speech that I've read out at a conference about oh, probably 12 years ago and um, yeah I still got tingles thinking off what you know she was such an amazing 
lady, amazing story. Yeah, these stories and people do shape you, don't they, without doubt. Yeah, definitely have an impact on your it, life. It just makes you think as well, and it adds, I might be things like, I, I want to really add value to people, mm. and these stories and the experience I've had of other people's stories has added, just makes you think, makes you think outside the box and adds. Yeah. Um, even if you can get 1% from each story you listen to, you're, you're stepping forward and making those marginal gains. Yeah, totally agree with you. Okay, so we're heading to the uh, to the last question now. So it's it's this is your opportunity to pay it forward and thank somebody that's helped you on your journey. And there might be more than one person. I'm not sure. And um, you know what? what well, how have they helped you? And uh, who are they? Right. So th- this is the question that made me think the most out of the questions, and it, it, you'll be surprised how long this made me think. And um, not because I didn't have anybody, because I had too many people. Mm. Um, and some of the people that initially come to mind are people who um, wouldn't benefit from me passing it forward because they're very close to me. That my dad has been a massive support and um, massive help in the whole process. He he's one of my as I deem coaches and mm. um, I surround myself with like-minded people because I know the, the process of being coached and thinking out loud is so powerful. Mm. So why wouldn't I do it myself? Mm. Um, there's a couple of um, friends of mine who, who do their own businesses, but they're more, they're, they're employed, but they're really good at copy writing or they're really good at just reading through. And, and if you stay within your bubble and you come up with these great ideas and then you take it to the market and then people go, I don't, know, I don't know what you're trying to do. And mm. It seems great when you're in your own little bubble. Yep. Yep. It's when you start sharing. So I've got lots of people that I use to bounce ideas off and, and send stuff to. So the person that is, is going to be um, named as such is Michael Roberts. So ah. I've got a great friendship with Michael Roberts now. Um, he's a videographer mm-hmm. and video coach. He lives around the corner from me. And it's quite funny how this happened because I reached out to Michael when I was on my social medias, starting to build, uh, um, how do you build followers? How do you build uh, an audience of people that would be interested in what you're saying? And I looked locally and he had quite a big following because he he worked in Starbucks. He worked Mm. in a coffee shop. So when he started his business, he knew everybody because everybody Mm. came to the the coffee (laughs) shop. Um, And then his expertise and I now... Um, he, he edits and produces my podcast, um, which has been a great help because obviously I started my podcast as, as you mm. and, and you've got questions. You're not too sure what the best way of optimizing it is. Um, so, so he just allowed that process to become a little bit more smoother. Um, the first ever one-to-one we had, um, I knew that he went climbing. So to the Boulder Huts um, around the corner from us. So I thought rather than just getting on the phone or going for a coffee or having a Zoom, why don't you just go climbing? So, mm-hmm. so we went climbing and that started a, a friendship because we we go for a bike ride. Instead of getting on the phone with each other, we'll go for a bike ride and we'll have a chat while we're, uh, and it'll be that networking piece, introducing people. Um, but it's really good because I, I think I've had an impact on, on his business, which mm-hmm. he great post on LinkedIn yesterday and thanking me. But it's very much like I was saying about that coaching. It's a two-way thing. Yeah. And yourself with like-minded people and in the business world when you're running your own business building and thriving for for um bigger steps and and yeah. getting impact it's great being surrounded by those people so and um, so yeah 
Yeah. Oh, well, that's a very worthy winner of your um, Pay It Forward then, um, Michael Roberts. And as you say, he's a videographer, isn't he? Um, so, yeah, he's he's on my list to come on the show, actually. So it's a... Yeah, he's got a great business because he's got the two sides. So he's got the production company side mm. and he's got the coaching side. So right. you can start doing the little bits and, and learning it for yourself. But then yeah. he's also got the opportunity to work with bigger clients where he'll go and actually produce the videos for you and everything yeah. else. So. Fantastic. Good. Well, Stuart, we are at the end of the questions, uh, but obviously people will be listening to this and thinking, oh, how do I get hold of Stuart? Where can I find him? So so what platforms are you on and, and what's your business name again, if you just remind everybody? Yeah, so you can find me on LinkedIn and Instagram under my name. So Stuart Waddington, um, Instagram's Stuart underscore Waddington. And then my other platforms, um, YouTube is my podcast, which is hashtag leadership, what's on your mind. And then on Facebook, it's my business, Star Development UK. Yeah, perfect. And obviously, I'll put all the links to everything in the episode notes as well, so people can pick it up from there. But it's been a pleasure having you on the show. Thank you very much for uh, joining me today. It's been really interesting listening to your story. Thank you so much for letting me come on and share the story. You're very welcome, very welcome. So here we are at the end of another great show. Thank you to our guest today. If you'd like to receive the show notes from today's episode, including all the links for our guest, then you can get in touch on Elaine at summitop.com. Perhaps you'd like to be a guest yourself on the show. So it'd be great to hear from you. And that's Elaine at summitup.com. 10 Minutes, 10 Days, 10 Actions is brought to you by Two Summit Up. Expert sales tips and advice provided in a structured, bite-sized way for only £97. Learn how to improve your processes with 10-minute podcasts provided each day for 10 days, which you can listen to from the comfort of your own home, office or whilst out and about. For more information, visit twosummitup.co.uk forward slash 10 dash actions.